0: I'm Katie, and this, this is, is One Kiss, Kiss Means Forever. Forever. This is the podcast where we find the valley in between all of the hills of fabulousness and horribility of made-for-TV romantic comedies, uh, mostly the likes that are on Hallmark, Lifetime, Netflix, and others. Today we have a Hallmark one again for you,
1: Flip That Romance, mm-hmm. which aired in 2019, um, and. The Hallmark About section says that this movie is Rival House Flippers, Jules Briggs, and Lance Waddell. Let's talk about that name. <laughs> um, renovate dual sides of a duplex and rekindle an old romance starring Julie Gonzalo and Tyler Hanks. Hines? Hines. Hines? I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah, H-Y-N-E-S Hines. Hines. Not- I want it to be Haines, but it's not Haines. No. There's not an A in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Julie Gonzalo stars as Jules,
0: a designer who is trying to establish her house flipping business in her hometown. And Tyler Hines plays Lance Waddell, which I want to say Waddle, but it's yeah. not. It's Waddell.
1: It's what like it. Yes, but why did they name him that? <laughs> I
0: don't
1: know. There's a town in Arizona called Waddell, but whatever. Um, so Tyler
0: Hines plays Lance Waddell, and he is a contractor who has returned home after trying to make it in Portland, Oregon. Um, and he's coming back to take over his ha- his father's whole contracting business. Um, Jules and Lance were a thing about two years earlier, but he went to Portland. Um because their joint house flipping project did not go well due to communication problems between them.
1: So Jules has not been made aware of Lance's return and is surprised to see him at an auction for one side of a duplex that she wants to buy and flip. Um, And this would be a major get for her because uh, then she'd be able to make enough money to potentially uh, design and flip houses full-time because she's currently doing part-time at her mom's nursery garden store thing yes she has a budget but Lance's presence uh, spurs her competitive side and so Jules goes 16,000 dollars over budget to win the duplex from Lance that's a very expensive pissing contest (laughs) (laughs) and she doesn't even have a penis (laughs) So uh, Jules
0: and her contractor, Kenny, go to inspect what they have to work with in their um, their side of the duplex. And they soon discover that the other side, which was sold previously, was, of course, sold to Lance. Uh, Lance was trying to buy the whole property, but uh, Jules went way over budget, of course. Um, so Lance and Jules decide... They, they make a bet. They both decide that they have eight weeks to flip each of their own sides, and whoever gets the higher price for their side wins this bet. Um, Kenny, the contractor, is not pleased with these time constraints, but which have been shortened by about a month, but he's life fine and everyone gets to work.
1: So Jules and Lance have very different work styles. Uh, Jules is very Type A. She likes to be organized. She has notes. She has visual aids. Um, she's a little anal retentive, possibly. A little bit. <laughs> um, and she likes to know exactly what she's buying before she goes to the store. She does all the research. All the she has everything picked out. Mm-hmm. She knows. Um, Lance, on the other hand, is a like wander the aisles, see what catches his eye kind of person. Um, so he is much more carefree, and laid back He's not a planner.
0: Not at all. <laughs> so now everyone is incredibly busy. Uh, to save time, Kenny the contractor asks Terry, Jules's realtor, to bring a permit application to City Hall. Uh, Terry, in turn, asks Richard, <laughs> um, another realtor that Lance uses, uh, to bring it for her, kind of killing two birds with one stone. But when he does so, uh, the permit gets lost, literally lost in the shuffle. Um, it is accidentally moved to a drawer, and no one can find it. Bum, bum, bum.
1: Yeah, it's definitely set up as, like, let's see who f- fucked up. But yeah. technically, no one really – well, maybe the guy at City Hall did. Yeah. But, like, no no one was doing anything bad. Correct. It was just one <laughs> um, of those things. Yeah, so um, we basically jump ahead about five weeks – Um, just in the assumption that, like, things are going along and they are renovating. (laughs) Um, And there's going to be this home and garden show in their town.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So Jules and Lance have each purchased booths at this home and garden show for their respective house flipping companies. And, of course, they're next to each other because
0: this is a Hallmark movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh,
1: This home and garden show is hosted by some prominent magazine um, who gets wind of their little duplex competition, so they they offer to up the bet by featuring the competition online, having people vote on like pictures that they take of whose is better, and th- giving the winner of f- f- like the people's choice flip mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the coveted this month's flip section of the next installment of their magazine which is apparently a big deal we get the impression that Jules reads it all the time and it's amazing big fan yes um the only downside of this whole endeavor is that actually the flip now has to be completed and ready for cameras by the end of the festival which is like the end of that week so we're cutting that the already abbreviated stupid bet time down by another two weeks or so <laughs> um so yeah we're, we're not talking let's flip an entire house in six weeks yay Yeah. Um, so um but Jules and Lance being the competitive people that they clearly are are <laughs> like yep we can do this without talking to anybody else they work with but
0: Jules goes to the contractor and he's like what and Lance is the contractor so everyone's working really really hard Um, and they but Jules and Lance have started to be a little bit more supportive of each other Jules uh, suggests that he should be himself and incorporate some more of his personal touches into his flip. Um, Lance is a very talented um, artist making different things out of found objects. And she's like, you should do that more in your flips. Um, And uh, she also encourages to bring his own spin to his father's business and, um, and sell this furniture that he makes. So he, on the other hand, is helping to calm her down and kind of stress out a little bit less. She's learning to kind of go with the flow a little bit more and not plan ahead. Um, the two have to work together on the outside of the house. Um, since this is a duplex and the outside should match. So Jules having grown up in a gardening store, uh, is one wants to take over the landscaping, um, and Lance agrees, but somehow an ex of Lance's who's from Portland shows up and she tries to do it. Um, that, Make some sweat for a little while, um, and they have a strange, cryptic conversation that's sort of a double entendre of landscaping versus dating Lance. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, man- landscaping, sorry,
1: manscaping, landscaping,
0: <laughs> but and uh, meanwhile, Lance is also trying to figure out the perfect color that will please Jules. Uh, of what of what to paint the outside of the house?
1: So, as the date of the competition draws closer everything starts to go wrong because Mm -hmm. of course it does um first they they've placed a a flooring order separately but together um in that they they got the same discount and one delivery fee because it's going to the same place but they wanted different floors so there's like two flooring orders on one invoice um and it gets all mixed up so half of the floor ends up on each of their sides, which confused me greatly yeah. because who didn't notice that when putting it in? But, yeah. whatever. Um, and then the inspector shows up, but they don't have the permit that got lost at the at City Hall, and so they're required to stop work for two days. Well, they figure that one out, and Jules is like, did you sabotage me? And they're like, no. And everybody's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess it just got lost, which is like sort of the same way to do things, but you know. Um, then it rains for days so they can't paint the outside of the house even though they've decided on our color and then the power goes out (laughs) so basically it's like hey we really don't want you to finish this duplex on Mm -hmm. time guys nah um but so they're stuck in this duplex wanting to work unable to really do much so they have this they they order chinese and they set up like a gazillion candles. Where did the candles come from in a uninhabited house? Yeah, is that the word uninhabited? Uninhabited. <laughs> Thank you. The uninhabited house, but the, you know they have like seventy-five candles all around the room. Somehow. Somehow. Um, and they kiss. Ooh. So there's our kiss. End of story. Bye. <laughs>
0: um, so finally, the rain stops, and they have only one day to paint the entire side of their uh, the entire house. Um, their beautiful blue gray that they decided on. Compromise. Jules is really really worried about. Um, the money since obviously she would over budget before so she goes to her friend's uh cafe and rallies the troops all around of uh, basically getting the town um to get volunteers to help paint the house lance on the other hand um decides that jules is right and he sells one of his prized pieces pieces of furniture um and that ends up giving him the money to uh, be able to afford professional painters. But he does this without telling Jules and um so Jules comes back and she sees that the house is already getting painted after she rallied the troops and Jules is furious and she's feeling like Lance is has gone ahead and made des- decisions without her um which was co- which was their problem when they were working together the first time. So we're getting back to the old patterns and it's upsetting.
1: Yes. Um so the day of the photo shoot for the magazine arrives and Jules is actually ready for it which um, is somewhat surprising mm-hmm. Lance is still in the staging phase so he's like bringing in furniture and pictures and stuff um, and then asks and asks for a few more hours to set it all up um, and the magazine's like okay but like after that it, we're do- we're taking pictures as is and that's all you get. Mm-hmm. So Lance's father is is talking to Jules and he lets slip how Lance got money for the paint job. So she now knows that he sold this special furniture that he had originally made for his mother who has died. And Jules realizes, hey, he was just trying to do the right thing and be really nice about it. So she gets Terry and they help Lance finish the staging in time. So um, they do the video, everything gets
0: seen, it's live streamed, people vote online for this uh, this flip of each side. Uh, And so we, the audience, see what the people would be seeing on the internets. And by a margin of only nine votes, Jules wins the magazine competition and Lance is super happy and excited for her. They're both of their sides sell and both had the careers that they now want. And so obviously this means that they make a really good team and they kiss again. They decide that they will continue to flip houses together now that their communication problems are solved forever. Because as we know, one One kiss kiss means means forever. forever. (laughs) So that is your plot
1: of flip that romance. Flip this romance. That. Flip that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so there are a couple things I want to touch on very quickly before we even start our, our talking things, um, or segments. Our segments. Thank you. Words. Um, and it's just that like this movie left out parts that I really wanted and put in parts that I didn't. Yeah. Um, because like, I would have liked to know who won the money part of the bet. <laughs> I don't know how much they sold the, their respective sides for. Mm-hmm. Also, um, we talked about this a little bit off camera, off off mic. Off <laughs> mic, the word. We talked about this a little bit off mic. Uh, but Katie, which, ha- which side would you pick?
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, so the... Um so Jules's side is very floral, very brightly lit, kind of country home, whatever. She based it all around this wall mural. And uh, Lance's side is very um, kind of shabby chic, kind of distressed cabinets, like shabby chic but not white. So very blue, kind of masculine but still elegant. Um, honestly, I feel like I'd want his colors... With all of her installations, I didn't necessarily – I like floral stuff. I didn't necessarily like hers. I kind of wish they had worked together at the beginning and (laughs) maybe I would like both of them.
1: That's how I felt. I was like – my thing was – I liked a lot of her side, the part that I really hated was the mural yeah. that it's based all around. I was like, oh, that's awful. I would hate that in my kitchen. Yeah. Um But their sinks were – the kitchens were beautiful. The kitchen – I liked her kitchen. But then again, I don't want a distressed wood, wood kitchen that, yeah. like, freaks me out and makes me feel dirty for whatever reason. You yeah. know, like, I, you want, like, a very, like – Mm clean-looking kitchen. But also, I thought he had the better duplex in terms of, like, bare bones. Uh Uh-huh, because what did he have, Hannah? He had a little balcony Uh off the master bedroom. Which is,
0: like, that's the side I would want purely for the balcony. Yeah,
1: like, exactly. It was just a nicer side Mm -hmm. in general. So it was, like, I wanted her to be working on that side with, like, maybe a little bit less girly. (laughs) But, But, like, uh, I did like it. hers
0: better yeah i'm sure. really upset and i don't understand why it wasn't in here um yeah super upset over this one thing in this home <laughs> movie. when they first go into her side of the duplex there is this gorgeous hutch yeah it's absolutely beautiful and i'm like that is for sure going to be like she's going to like restore it it's going to be the centerpiece of this whole yeah. staging not based it off some fucking mural, you know what I mean? Like, right. why even have that beautiful hutch in the in that side if you're not going to use it? Right.
1: Also, I mean, back to the mural. The mural really bothered me. Um, I it came think, out of nowhere. Well, it came out of nowhere. But also, I don't know if I were to buy a house, I want to decorate it myself. It's just the staging. I know, but the but if the entire color palette is based off this mural, I don't think that was part of the staging. Hmm. I think the the furniture is part of the staging the pictures are part of the staging that kind of stuff but like that mural looked pretty quote-unquote permanent like yes I think you could paint over it or whatever but I don't know it just felt like that was the reason why like the color palette was what it was and Mm -hmm. that's like chose uh, like the floor color and you know it was just a weird thing that seemed way too much to decide for someone
0: I don't understand staging anyway (laughs) Going back to what you said originally, I agree with you. There's, like, (laughs) things that happened that I didn't want to happen, like whatever her name was, like the ex that was only in one scene Naomi or something. Something like that. She never got brought up again. Uh, But then there's also this – they touched on a romance between
1: Terry, the realtor for Jules. And and Richard, the realtor for uh, Lance. Yeah. And that didn't materialize. It, like, they definitely, like, were going to go on a date – Based on and the person paying was the one who sold the higher price house, but because we don't know who sold the higher price house, we don't know who is paying. Maybe this is one of those that they make into like one of those trilogies that they do. Oh yeah, and like there's a part of me that's like maybe and maybe that's why this feels unfinished in in certain ways. They haven't flipped it yet.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> So They're we'll still see.
0: staging it. We'll is see. the next one going to be called Flip This Romance? <laughs> just and just analyze
1: this and online. analyze that.
0: <laughs> and then the last one will be Flip This Wedding.
1: There you go. Or, yeah, or whatever. Katie has decided. She's figured it all out. The script is practically written. We're done. <laughs> it's okay.
0: I'll take 25% Hallmark. Good job.
1: <laughs> um, so should we move on to some of our segments? Yeah,
0: I think so. Because I know I have plenty of other things to say about yeah. this film,
1: but we'll... we'll yeah, know. so uh, we have our Hallmark Hallmarks. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a decent number of these to, yeah, to talk you, about. Yeah, I do Let's so see. Let's, I'm sure some of them are the same. Um, so the first one is a, a former relationship that is rekindled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is definitely one. Um, uh, I also have the best friend
1: pushing the relationship that is not asked for. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, I have the opposites attract. The type A falls for the slacker kind of. Yeah, thing, which I don't know. Like I'm sure that's true in some in in the world. Of course, um, but it just. Like, they are so different. It seems sort of improbable that these people Did so. so often would get together.
0: We, it was it was kind of striking for me, and I felt and I wrote this down that um, I don't ew, I don't know if we'll air our previously recorded episode, probably of um, Just Add Romance. Yeah, probably. And it will. Uh, and the the di- I instantly wrote like the dynamic between the two people was exactly the dynamic between Just Add Romance because yeah. like, you have to have them be different and argue about something. And what I didn't really love about this film was they were always arguing about something. Yeah, it was almost a little annoying after a time.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean s- they, they they did some stupid things where it was like, no, it's m- like I you know, like when they hit each other's cars because neither would stop, it was like this is the worst game of chicken. Yeah. which is a dumb game anyway. Right. And then just like you being assholes. (laughs) Seriously. And also, going $16,000
0: over budget just so you win is is a little dumb. Yes. But then we wouldn't have a movie, so whatever. Um, I also have eating Chinese out of the carton on the floor in a blackout.
1: (laughs) Um, That happens a lot.
0: Yeah. That's just like the the number one blackout food. Why don't they advertise that for Chinese restaurants? (laughs) Chinese restaurants, your number one blackout food. (laughs) Only um, eat out of the carton.
1: Yes, no so plates. I have uh, another one. Is that there is a wager involved in in their their romance? Because there's always there's so often some stupid bet that like doesn't really make any sense. Yep. Um, yep. This one actually made more sense than they often do. That's true. I was like, oh, I understand the terms. <laughs>
0: But what I found interesting was that they need—they felt the need to have two different wagers. Yes. The wagers that they impose on themselves and then the external force. Yeah. Of, Let's be on TV about this. Yeah. Okay. Right. It could have just been one, but that's fine. I also have, um, uh, I, I put the home and garden as sort of a festival. I had that too! <laughs> so we have our festival. We have our home and garden thing. Um, we have, um, Also, mom giving really vague advice that doesn't really mean anything. Um, Okay, so this was weird. And I know this is going out of, like, Hallmark Hallmark for just a second, but I want to mention this. So one thing about – going back to what you said about there's things in this movie that don't make sense and they don't need to be there. So at the end – uh, Lance is having trouble staging things and if you were someone who cared about someone and also your job and your thing was staging wouldn't you without questions asked just jump in that's what I would have done but instead mm. she goes and she talks to Lance's father and then she goes and talks to her mother before deciding to help him out last minute so at mm. that point it's probably like two thirty, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right and it has to be done at three yeah and
0: so the mom is like you know what It doesn't matter what other people have done when you really love someone. You try to make life better for them. And that's her vague advice. And then she realized, oh, maybe I should help him succeed (laughs) instead of just watching him struggle when he helped me a whole fucking lot. Yeah, right. And whatever. So
1: (laughs) that was my ish. Um, Also, there was the ex showing up. Oh, right. And even though that it shouldn't be part of this movie but was – so that was a, a hallmark, hallmark there. Yeah. Um, but I think the most important one is which well, I really like. Or
0: should we wait for that?
1: Well, no, I was. I, I think I know which one you're going to talk about. Uh-huh. But we need to talk about the iced tea. Oh yeah, I have that as new and noteworthy. Okay, so we can we can combine do that. those. We can com- we can combine. These are two that are like <laughs> related to other segments, and it's a little mind blowing. Okay. <laughs>
0: Alright, so since you brought up
1: the iced tea, why don't you discuss what yeah, that is? Yeah, so um, as we know in Hallmark movies, they often have these stupidly empty to-go cups that they pretend to have stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Um, empty but coffee cups, em- hot chocolate. Em- yeah, like they just, they have no weight. This was, he had, instead of a, um, a like opaque paper coffee cup, it was like a, plastic, see-through mm-hmm. uh, ice um, iced tea container that he was taking to go. And it actually had, it like definitely had liquid in it because you could see it. Yeah. It was like, oh hey, you're flipping my trope on its head. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you Hallmark. But, but then there's a
0: kind of a caveat to, or caveat <laughs> to that um, particular flip. So <laughs> in order to p- represent cooler liquids they have to have the, the clear plastic cup so they have to have liquids in it. But He orders an iced tea, and probably by the time they were done shooting the scene, there was no ice left, (laughs) so it was just like kind of a tea with a little bit of those like the flat remnants of Mm. ice floating on top. So so what I wrote was, um, warmer weather means that to-go containers must have something in it. They do need to work on their ice game. (laughs) So um,
1: (laughs) I love ice game. That's such a great (laughs) way to say that. Um, and then the
0: other <laughs> thank you um, the other bridged um new and noteworthy slash hallmark of hallmarks is the interrupted kiss and this interrupted kiss i got excited about because it withstood the interruption Um uh, during their blackout chinese food candlelit uh reminiscing uh they uh they're about to lean in to kiss, and then Lance's phone goes off, but then he looks at her and ignores it and just goes in for the kiss, which I, which I really, really liked. I thought that was
1: sissy. Yes, I liked that as well. Um, did you have anything for Pretty Parade? I, I did. Okay. Um I
0: have the dress that she wore the for, during the flower arranging scene
1: <laughs> and um uh in the home and garden parade yeah, parade. She, she she like gives an instruction on how to arrange flowers which seems I mean I guess there's – a method to it. Yeah, there is. Okay. There's organization,
0: but as she's talking about, like you know, color and texture, form and height, like all this yeah. stuff, she brings Lance up, of course, as a volunteer. But all of the things she talks about are like um, innuendos, not innuendos, but they're
1: they're symbolic of their relationship. Okay. Um, I want to pause in the segments for a minute to go back to this because I forgot to talk about it. Oh. Um, this movie had so much weird I wasn't sure if it was intentional sexual innuendo yeah they had their like fight words to each other or like they're like you don't bend I do bend <laughs> <laughs> I was like am I am I sick am I supposed to be reading into this what is happening? Maybe like a little bit of all of this. Like things, th- there was a couple of times where they they said some things, and I was like, it sounds like this is supposed to be sexual, but I don't know what it's supposed to mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the sexual innuendo, possible, or I should say the possible sexual innuendo was almost distracting to me. It was like this Hallmark movie has like it's like a horny Hallmark movie. <laughs> I want more
0: of those because, as much as I know that there's a there's, people watch these for wholesome fun, cute little entertainment. Mm -hmm. We have the name "One Kiss Means Forever" because that's as much as you get. Yeah. But I would love it if they. I love it when they get a little saucy. Yeah. Like I do. Like yeah. Makes me go ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my other pretty parade, though, mm-hmm. was, um, before I forget, is the chandelier that was in there. I have a chandelier obsession, friends at home. Um, so <laughs> there was a really pretty chandelier in the tent. And so I was, like, looking at that mostly instead of looking <laughs> at, like, the
1: flower arrangements. Um, and the other, my pretty parade was, like, in the background. It was so not important. But her friend who owns the coffee shop, she was wearing this cute little apron. That had that uh, those kinds of patterns where it, it sort of looks like China, um, so it was white with like blue people on it. Twelve. Yes. Twelve. Yeah. We and I just twoll. I just thought it was so cute and I liked it a lot. Yeah. Our next segment
0: is a supporting superstar, um, and this one's a little bit funny. Um, I put down Elsie the magazine chick.
1: Yeah. She was great. She was absolutely great. Yeah. She c- kind of came in and
0: she's like, hi, everybody. Uh, you, Jules, and you, Lance. This is a fun little thing. Let's do it as a segment. Also, I heard y'all used to date. Let's talk about that on television.
1: Right. <laughs> mm. Hey, guess what? I'm going to just make you do this right now.
0: Go. Yeah. <laughs> she was really cute. She, she's, I feel like. This movie was lacking a little bit of energy.
1: Yeah, and she I, had because she had all of it.
0: She provided all of the energy. <laughs> I was excited every time she was on screen. Yes. Um, but everybody else was just kind of like, mm. Oh, my other pretty parade that I, I forgot to mention was um, Lance's crib swing. Oh, God, I loved
1: it. Yeah. It was so beautiful. So, it was great. I wanted one.
0: Yeah. Lance made a, um, a porch swing out of an old baby crib that was made out of wood and with these, like, you know, beautiful slats or whatever. Yeah. And it was gorgeous. And that was the piece that he sold to get the house painting money. Yeah. Um, but
1: – Right. Uh, I was like, I'd buy it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I kind of wanted to talk about that for a second because I mentioned that, that whole found artwork thing um, to a friend of mine this week. I'm like, I watched this Hallmark film and this is what he did. But he had some really cool ideas, like um, – so it was that – that swing. He used an old door to make it into a bookshelf, yeah. which was really
1: neat. They talked about a barrel being made into a wine rack, which oh, I yeah. wanted to see, but we never actually got to.
0: Yeah. Which brings us to our kiss meter. Um,
1: Hannah, what did you have for this? Okay, so I think they had ended up having like three three kisses in this movie, and I only rated the first two because oh. I couldn't care about the last one. Their first kiss was the one in the uh, in the candlelight in the That got interrupted but then didn't. That one I gave an 8. And we've talked about before how ambiance and, like, scenery adds to the... Sure does. ...number, and that this is definitely true of this, because as much as I am convinced this house would have burned to the ground based on that many candles... And probably, like, paint that wasn't dry. Yeah, and and I am unclear if there was a fire alarm or smoke detector installed yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But... The, you know with all of the soft lighting and everybody you know it was that was just, it was just very sweet so I thought it was, I thought it was an eight I thought they did a pretty good job of the kissing they didn't seem repulsed by each other yeah. <laughs> which is always good um so that one I, eight you know probably it would have been more like a six or seven if they hadn't had the candles The Word. candles help um the second one which is the one after mm she wins the competition um, he they kiss and um, I gave it a four and I gave it a four because I thought it was a really weird kiss there was something really wrong about it to me it made me feel uncomfortable but then he dipped her so he got some points <laughs> That's so funny
0: because I think that's what I – now I can't decide what my kiss meter was because that was what I was thinking
1: of. No, okay. Well, they, they had one last kiss right at the end, uh-huh. um, like when it was like, oh, we're going to work together forever now. And then it was sort of just like us. Nah. Yeah.
0: It yeah. was like, now we're an old married couple. Yeah. Moi, yeah. You don't get my passion anymore. <laughs> you never understood my passion anyway. <laughs> I, I wrote – they kiss three times. Each time is real cute, um, but I didn't. I, I wrote. I wrote a nine for my kiss meter. But I don't remember which one, but I think I only wrote a nine because I. I think it was the kiss that has a dip, because it was a really epic dip, and I think I rated myself a nine because then I said, "Dip that romance."
1: Um, Aww. Which I was,
0: so that's the next Hallmark movie that's coming. It's about people who work at Dairy Queen.
1: Or, or, wait, does Dairy Queen have, like, they have a, the dip, the dip- <laughs> Or the, the other thing is a candle maker, like a Yankee candle. Or a hummus factory.
0: We have three, Hallmark, we have three new things. We're going to have a, like, we're going to have a dip week. I don't know. She's inherited her father's tahini company. He has a garbanzo bean <laughs>
1: must come together with chips <laughs> to save their prospective
0: businesses <laughs> they can, their powers combine much
1: is that romance in the window <laughs> so I guess we're um yeah Katie would you watch this movie I, they I don't know I I
0: I think I probably could have passed on this one, to be honest. Um, it was really all over the place, in a way that I feel like a lot of them, more more so than usual. Okay. I felt like there was a lot of like different plot points that were started and not finished. Um, I think that she's really cute. I think that Kenny's amazing. Yeah, no, um, he's in everything he's now. He's in everything. But I, I, I don't know. I think if it was on,
1: sure, why not? But yeah. I
0: don't go out of my way to watch it. Okay. Hannah?
1: I thought it was cute. I thought it was, I mean, I guess I'm sort of at the, at which one Which one are you going out of your way to watch? That's not really what we do. <laughs> uh, that's not the level of filmmaking we're talking about. Yeah. Um, So I... I think I would watch this movie, you know, if it was on. Yeah. I don't, I don't think this is one that you, like, actively avoid. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's true. I mean, th- the only thing I, like, would caution about it is because Julie Gonzalo, I, I mean, maybe it's my age, I don't know, but she is and will forever be um, the... Like, arch nemesis girl in the Hillary Duff Cinderella story movie. Um, (laughs) so who I don't remember her name, it was something stupid like Candy. No, it was more like Trixie Cindy, or not not Cindy, but like Sydney, or or something like sort of one of
0: those mean girl names. Yeah, it was
1: a very mean girl name. Um you know, Madison, you know that kind of Oh yeah, probably. Um I don't think it was Madison, but it was in that vein of mean girl name. Um and so like there's a part of me that just like thinks, oh you can't like her. Um even though like clearly But she's a brunette now.
0: And <laughs> brunettes are friendly. Yeah,
1: right. But like there's there's a part of my brain that goes, Oh, we don't like her because she was the the popular ex-girlfriend in that movie. Um, and, you know, I saw that movie a lot as somebody going through some stuff. <laughs> I hear what you're saying.
0: I guess I, like, it's it's just, but, like, I don't know. If we're using that same logic, I guess with Lacey Chabert being a mean girl, like, do you feel the same way about her? In, in no, or-
1: and I don't know why.
0: Because she was less maybe,
1: antagonistic? I don't know. M- maybe. Also, maybe because uh, I see her in so many of these Hallmark movies. And That's Julie Gonzalo has only done, I mean, I don't know how many she's done. She's de- This is definitely not her first. Right. Um, but she, she's in fewer than Lacey Chabert because I don't know that anybody tops Lacey Chabert's numbers. <laughs> 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 Can but, <remember>? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, if Julie Gonzalo keeps going and, and doing more of these, if she'll become more palatable to me in that way. Like I, I thought she was cute she in was this. Really like cute. it wasn't I I guess palatable is not the right answer because she was totally palatable. It's just like my my brain had difficulty divorcing her from a previous role. How interesting. Yeah. Hmm. You know, they're just those people that just are harder for whatever reason. She tends to be very hard for me.
0: I know, I'm always typecast as the villain. <laughs>
1: you villain you (laughs) i'm a a villain at four foot (laughs) eleven
0: well Kristen Chenoweth was a villain at four foot eleven yeah but she's also like shrill and we want to be evil (laughs) sorry now we're going off the rails
1: Mm -hmm. god that movie was
0: terrible it was great (laughs) descendants is amazing all of the children of today cannot be wrong. What with their Fortnite <laughs> and their flossing and their descendants. <laughs> um, so I think we should put this episode to bed. Because I think we need to <laughs> Are we at that point? I we might be at that point. I'm getting a little slap happy and I haven't even had any wine. So. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so, so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you very much for
1: your support of this podcast. Um, I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. So make sure to follow us on Twitter at One Kiss Means
0: Forever. One and four are the numbers. And you can also uh, reach us at One Kiss
1: Means Forever, spelled out at gmail.com. One yes. Kiss Means Forever at gmail.com. And thank you to Flint Pastors for our intro-outro music. And if you want to find his music, it's on flintpastors.com or on Spotify. So thanks, everybody. We admire you a lot. (laughs) And we will see you in a few weeks. Bye! We're gonna pause for a second while Billy walks away. (laughs) That's fine. Hello Billy, welcome home.
0: Thank you. I'm keeping that in.